Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is iHeartRadio Gulf Coast Focus, a weekly community program of iHeartMedia Mobile Pensacola with Uncle Henry of News Radio 710 and Mary Booth of Mix 99.9. This week we're talking with Tara Zeman of Visit Mobile and Josh Holland from the Gulf Coast Explorium about tourism and the new mobile destination guide that just came out. Tara, tell us about the guide. I'm born and raised in Mobile. This is my hometown. So this is a project that I love. And not only because it's a great, you know, it's a part of my job, but it also reminds me all of the things that you can do throughout the year in Mobile. And it's I keep it at home. And um, we we did we did a couple things different this year. We usually have three guides and we have an accommodation guide, a dining guide and then a destination guide. This year we um, we took a risk and we made it larger magazine style we consolidated them all into one to have this really nice comprehensive piece that's all on mobile it has a removable dining section Um, so its purpose is you know obviously we want people to come in but we also really want locals to love it and and use it and it's a great resource for them year-round to to know what's going on in the city and be excited about what's to come and try the places that they haven't been yet and it's we were talking earlier about it's also a great way to recommend things to people and um, you know somebody's coming in this weekend where should they go well you kind of you've got a whole list of things that they can do and where they can eat and all that hey we'll, we'll talk about what's in the destination guide but tell us where we are in tourism tourism's been a big topic lately with all of the discussion of passenger rail service how is mobile doing in the arena of tourism we're doing well i mean we're you know 3.3 million visitors i mean we're 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 rocking it. You know, our, our job and we just want that number to continuously grow. We have a team that's very passionate about the city and we genuinely do care. And we really do want people to come in and see, you know, we're we're two parts to our office. We um, we have a, we have a sales team whose job is strictly to bring in those big conventions and meetings to Mobile. So they are steadily traveling, going to trade shows and meeting with meeting planners because they really want to book out the entire year and just get lots and lots of people in to have their meetings because we're an incredibly attractive city to have a convention. We're a walkable city in our downtown people can come and they can check into their hotel they can walk to um, the mobile convention center and they can have their meetings during the day and then they can walk right out and then they can go and eat they can go to a restaurant they can go into our attractions it's a great we're a very we're smack on the water so people really love that and then the other half is kind of my half which is the general general marketing and that average that average visitor to come in and um, have all their and have all the free time and they don't have meetings and they just come in and they get to explore. Now, I know that you'd love people from around the globe to visit Mobile as often as possible, but is there a region of the country that you focus your attention on? You know, we have we have efforts really across the board. We we have several folks in the inter- we have several people that work with us um, on an international level. I was just speaking this morning with um, 
her name is Janine and she works with us. She is our Germany rep. And, um, you know, I was talking to her this morning. She's sending in about two international riders that are going to come in over Mardi Gras and then, you know, the following month. So so we definitely have a large presence there and we work with group tour operators in the UK and Germany. So we're very strong. We're very strong there. And for us, you know, I, we obviously focus a lot on our drive market um, because we think that's we think that's a really top market. But but we're we're expanding and we're growing and we're trying to we're trying to tell the mobile story as far and wide as we can because you know we love beating that drum. What would the mob- what would the drive market be? Um, uh, a day's drive away. So about a five hour drive market. Okay, five mm-hmm. hour drive market. And it, and it can go to Chattanooga and Nashville and how but that five hours kind of our. Sweet how spot. vital is the story of Mardi Gras to mobile tourism? It's. It sounds cheesy, and I know people say it, but it's so true. It's incredibly vital because I think it's just in our DNA. You know, I talk about it year-round, and Mardi Gras is not three weeks, and I know Josh (laughs) can most definitely agree to that. It is year-round. There might be three weeks of parades during this one time, but it is is year-round. We are an incredibly jubilant and spirited city, and I think that that shows. And it's just Mardi Gras is just ingrained deeply in us, and... I think I think it's incredibly vital. People, I love when I travel and I see people, and they're like, "But wait a minute, I'm confused. <laughs> Tell me about the New Orleans and Mardi Gras, and then also why does Mobile look like New Orleans?" And you know, so I love to love telling them. Well, there's a reason for that. They were founded by the same pair of brothers, so you'll see a lot of similarities. But but it, it's ext- it's extremely important. I can't imagine this city without it, and I I don't know, but yeah. Very important. Uh, how many people come, do you know, for Mardi Gras? Rounding out about the three weeks, estimates are usually around the million. Wow. So no, th- that's the three weeks. We won't have a million at one time, but usually the estimate is about a million over the entire three-week course of parades. It, uh, so the story is Mardi Gras all year long. Is there any, anything else you tell people about Mobile as you lure them here? <laughs> oh, how much time do you have? Um, I, my biggest thing, I think Mobile is so unique and, and that I think a lot of people travel for specific experiences. You know, they want to go to a destination and they want to, you know, explore the eco or they want to, they want to do the history or they want to, you know, kind of hang out in art museums and while, while I think that's wonderful reasons to travel, I think what is great about Mobile is you can do all of those things. I think very much we are a melting pot of a lot of experiences. If you think about it, we're a 300-year-old city, so we've been working a little long to develop our rap sheet of things to do. You, When you come into downtown, you have the oak trees that frame the streets, and you've got the wrought iron, and you have the 300-year-old cathedral that looks like you took a little mini-trip into Europe and you're smack in the middle of a vibrant urban downtown. But I think what is so shocking, what I love talking about and what I love seeing people's faces when they realize is that we're also about five minutes if you're downtown to the second largest river delta in the country. So you can be sitting, just for perspective purposes, you can be sitting in a James Beard nominated restaurant. And then in 15 minutes, you can be in a kayak bottlenose with an alligator. Like, that's cool. And that's not that's not something that you can do in any in any city and and that's really just talking about downtown i haven't even expanded outward i mean the mobile museum of art is just is amazing and they're opening three new exhibits this week and so it's just on a there's just so 
There's so many things to talk about. When flea market. Uh, flea market on yes. Schillinger Road. Yes. Very exciting. <laughs> I know a lot of people from Mississippi love to visit the flea market. I haven't gone and I haven't gone in a little while, so I'll have to I'll have to take your word on that. But but do you, do you focus on downtown mostly when you're focusing on tourism, or do you focus on the entire area? The entire area, the entire area. For conventions, you know, obviously downtown is very attractive because you can you can meet, you can eat, and you can sleep, and you can play. You can do all of that downtown. But um, but you know, a lot of our hotels on the Beltline and the interstate and spilling over into West Mobile and even the Eastern Shore and Sarah Land. I mean, they all reap the benefits of, you know, a big convention that comes into town. Now, I want to talk about, Josh, uh, first of all, I want to talk about some of the things you've got going on at the Exploring, but I want to talk about how the two of you partner together because I think that's one of the unique things about tourism in Mobile is that it's a partnership. Oh, absolutely. Um, um, so as far as what we have going on right now, we have uh, Dinosaurs Around the World, so our big exhibit right now. Started um, a little while ago, and it'll run through May 10th. So it's huge right now. It's the biggest dinosaur exhibit, pretty much the only dinosaur exhibit we've had in over 10 years, almost to the day. Uh, January 10th, 2010, we opened one, um, and this one's even bigger. So it's it's our huge thing right now. We've got two dinosaur films in our new digital theater as well. So that's that's really what we have going on. It's the people have been pouring in every day, school groups, booking left and right, birthday parties, all kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a great one for Mobile. No, it's educational but fun. Oh, absolutely. It's everything we have is always education based. And of course, you know, these being life-size animatronic dinosaurs, it's it's got a great visual appeal too. So kids are coming in and adults too. I've had a lot of adult mm-hmm. groups come in without kids to see the dinos. So it's it's got a really mass appeal to it. It's it's been phenomenal so far and we couldn't be happier about it. So what's the best part? Um I like the Spinosaurus. Like it's a forty three foot long <laughs> dinosaur sitting in the middle of our atrium, taking up pretty much half the atrium, if not a little more. So and it's just cool coming in in the morning to a workplace and you got dinosaurs roaring and, <laughs> you know, flailing around and stuff like that. And hearing the kids, you know, having a good time and families coming in. So it's it's just it you can't help but enjoy yourself when you come into work, you know, something like that. So how um, do you pick exhibits? Uh, it's it's kind of a crazy process. You know, we get approached by people almost daily that, you know, create, manufacture and travel exhibits. You know, other museums reach out to us. Um and really, we evaluate one the educational component. You know whether it's going to bring in field trips, whether it's going to do um, you know bring in out of towners for you know you know destination traveling things like that. So there are a lot of different facets to picking an exhibit, but you know the cool factor is always one of those things. You know you know if it looks really interesting and you know grabs our attention right away, it definitely is on the top of our list. I know Dead Sea Scrolls brought in a lot of groups, <clears throat> and um, oh yeah, you know I went to that and it was fascinating. Oh yeah, we we've had you know a great run of you know huge exhibits. You know most recent one besides dinosaurs was Genghis Khan too. That did really well. We did half of our yearly attendance in ninety three days to wow. give you an idea of how well that one did. So. Um, it's it's we've had a great run we've had some you know a few misses here and there but that's inevitable you know it's not everything's going to be a blockbuster but you know as a nonprofit we've done exceptionally well you know that's one thing a lot of people don't realize about us is you know we're a nonprofit so we can't bring in a blockbuster every year because they cost a lot of money you know so that's that's fundraising that's you know all sorts of different facets to that as well so how does no go ahead uh, I'm sorry to interrupt um on the topic of tourism, do you track how many people are coming in from out of town versus the, the locals? 
We do. Um, in the like when I so I'm coming up or just hit my seven year mark at Explorium. So when I started, we were pretty low low tech in terms of you know we just collected zip codes through our box office for you know the most part. Um, but the past two years since Genghis Khan and stuff like that come in, I've got tablets throughout the building, and people can do surveys on their own in addition to doing that at the box office, and they can give us more detailed feedback on where they're from, why they came to Mobile, where they stayed in Mobile. You know, anything they want to fill out, it's up to them. And they can, you know, share that information with us. And it helps us track things in even greater detail. And, you know, of course, provide feedback to visit Mobile as well. Have you have you been surprised by what you've learned from that? Absolutely. I mean, just again, with Genghis Khan, we had, I think, 20 different countries that, you know, otherwise we probably wouldn't have known came through. And then um, almost every single state in the country, you know, I think it's 48 states came through for that particular exhibit. So. It was very surprising. And then, you know, the feedback we get, you know, some people were in for conventions, some people were in just for that exhibit. Um, and they would travel from as far as, you know, New Orleans, Biloxi, you know, Montgomery, Birmingham, just to see that exhibit. So it was nice to see why they were coming, where they were coming from. And if it's just for us, and then they, you know, discovered Mobile or how that works. So it's very fascinating to collect that data and, and share that. This destination guide is one way that you at the Gulf Coast Explorium help people discover Mobile. Absolutely. Um, We use this, especially with our box office staff. This is a favorite for them because this is a go-to. If they're local, if they're out of town, you know, if they're, you know, there's so much to do in Mobile, like this is essential. Um, it's, It's basically a, you know, if you're looking for something to do, you can easily forget you know, such and such is down the street. Well, you flip through this and you'll find a hundred different things that you may have slipped your mind because you get kind of overwhelmed with how much there is to do around Mobile. But you actually train your box office yes. staff to help people. Yeah, we, we don't, you know, our goal is not just to get people in the building, get them out. We want to like really sell Mobile as a destination and as a place to, you know, bring the whole family, you know, go out, have dinner, lunch, whatever, coffee, you know, check out the History Museum next door to us. They're big partners of us. Um, Golf Quest is, of course, across the street. Um, Carnival Museum, there's a whole slew in just that area, you know, Alabama Contemporary Arts Center, you know, things like that. There's all sorts of things just within walking distance to do. So, yeah, we use this with our box office to really, they learn a lot every time this comes out because there's always something new in here every time um, Tara and them put out this thing. So it's it's nice for me. I have to go through and reacclimate myself to what's new in Mobile, and it, it helps me discover places. So it's it's a win-win for everybody. Our box office love it. You know, we share it with our guests when they come in. If they don't have one, we make sure they take one with them if they're looking for something to do. So it's a great asset for us to have, absolutely. Because I think a lot of people, I, or my husband uh, <clears throat> won't look through a guide. He'll ask people, where's a good place yeah. to eat? Because you want to know where, where the locals eat and what the locals yeah. are doing. But if they got a guide and say, hey, you go here or you go here, or this is great. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost, it sounds kind of crazy, but this is, for me, like, word of mouth, who's who, like, in Mobile, you know, some of the top places to go and most fun places to go. And I think it's, you know, if we didn't have this, like, I think it would hurt us tremendously at the Explorium. 
because again, we use this to sell the city. We don't want them to just come in, pay the ticket price, and you know we want them to go down the street to you know whether it's Certas or Royal Scam, you know wherever Joe Can Cafe or whatever's within the walking distance. We want them to have that experience because then they come back. Because if they just come in, park, come to the Explorer, and leave. Yeah, you know, th- yeah, that benefits us, but it doesn't benefit anybody else. If we sell that whole experience and they spend a day in Mobile, they're gonna they're more likely to come back in general. So that's a, that's a win win for everybody as far as we're concerned. So and people who don't live in the downtown area aren't as familiar necessarily with all. some of the restaurants and attractions. Mm-hmm. I, my husband works downtown. He's constantly telling me about new places to eat and things that I didn't know about. So this, you know, when people come from you know, just Sarah Land, Chickasaw, Sims, and, and those areas, this is extremely helpful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, essential. Again, you know, people coming in, they're not familiar with the area. You're le- not really that likely to walk around as much on your own without a guide, you know, some direction where you're going. And this is, you know, the starting point for that. That gives you everything from shopping to eating to, you know, music, nightlife, all that kind of stuff. So it's it definitely is a great jump-off point for anybody looking to explore and kind of have an adventure around downtown especially. Did we tell people where they can find the guide, Tara? They can find it. So it's all across Mobile in various hotels and restaurants, but also on our website, mobile.org. You can sign up very quickly, and you can have one mailed to your house, or you can download instantly the digital guide. Oh, wow. So it is mobile.org, and it is smack on the homepage. And it's real. It's very, very simple. You can have it very quickly. And it's more than just you know a, a calendar of events and here's some good places to eat. And so you've got a lot of articles in here. We do. And you know, in the very beginning of the page, very beginning of the guide, it says, and I just want to read this little insert because I think it is indicative of the the entire guide. But it says. Curated by folks who love Mobile, the 2020 Destination Guide is your resource to experience the unique things to see and do in Mobile. It's filled with stories, inspiration, and fun reasons to visit our charming historic city. Use this guide and come see why Mobile is the city that is born to celebrate. And I think that says so much about it. You know, we all really love Mobile, and just like Josh was saying, you know, experiencing all of mobile behooves everyone and if somebody comes in one restaurant you know i always love when people say okay well what are you doing next Mm -hmm. you're not going home absolutely not where are you going now (laughs) and and i think mobile does that exceptionally well we're all we're all very supportive of one another and really just want people to experience mobile because I'm I'm a big advocate, and I think that we are a booming city, and gone are the days where we are, you know, the city of perpetual potential. I just think we're, I think we are, um, we're it. So it's exciting. I'm Uncle Henry here with Mary from iHeartRadio. Our guests are in talking about tourism in Mobile. Tara Zeman is here from Visit Mobile. She brought Josh Holland from the Explorium. We're talking about tourism and the 2020 official destination guide. In this guide, Tara, you've got a History Lovers 246 guide to Mobile. And that's, you can take two hours, four hours, or six hours. You've got some destinations that they can choose that they might not have explored before. And this is great for people who live here as well as people who are coming in from out of town. 
Absolutely. I think people, you know, it's always really good to put everything in a time perspective and show, hey, you only have two hours. Here's what you can do. Four. Here's what you can do. Six. We do this very frequently with the cruisers that come into town because if they're waiting to get on the ship, I mean, they they only have a couple hours. And so our welcome center is armed with itineraries that they can they can do. But I particularly love this one because obviously history is a big part of Mobile and folks really travel to Mobile to, you know, to go to the battleship and to go to the Fort of Colonial Mobile and History Museum. And so this really details all of all of the things that they can do to really experience Mobile's rich history in two hours and four hours and six hours so so it's a it's a great thing obviously for visitors but locals if you have if you have an afternoon and you want to spend some time with the family it's your itinerary is made for you uh you mentioned cruising Um, yes you know i've i've seen you put out press releases before uh, or actually releases to your partners Mm -hmm. mainly to let them know hey there's a fog delay there's gonna be people in town let's make them feel welcome they're gonna have some extra hours on their hands while they're waiting for the cruise ship to come back in here's some things to tell them to do i know this you know i know it's it's a it's a hard day for the cruise terminal because there's just logistics out the wazoo but it's it's really one of my fa- most fun days because oh, no. it's a day i know i know hang, <laughs> hang with me here because you know it's a day i I send it out to all of our partners and it's a really fun day of camaraderie and community because it's a how do we all come together to get these people to get out and experience Mobile. So our Welcome Center is in the History Museum of Mobile. So our volunteers, um, they actually go to the cruise terminal and they're they're handing these out. You know, a lot of people are dropped off and so they've got their luggage. So they don't necessarily you know, want to walk around and they don't really know what they want to do. So, so we kind of have a team there. And um, the last fog delay was about two weeks ago. And there was a police officer and he was so kind and he was right there. And he even took a stack of destination guides and he said, here, let me help. And he was like, I want, (laughs) you know, it's just, it's just a, it's a good kind of a, it's a good feel good day. And a lot of interaction. Everybody just really wants those cruisers to experience Mobile. So, so it's 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 an interesting day for them, but for us, it's kind of one of my yeah. most fun days because you really get a bunch of people that you get to you get to send into Mobile and let them experience it. So it's and it's a win for everybody. Yeah, I agree. I, I think you know to the point of again selling Mobile as a destination that that really drives that home. Like because if they didn't do all this, then those cruisers would be sitting in the terminal bored out of their minds, like having a miserable experience and just sitting there waiting until this is resolved. And that's just not the bad taste you want to leave in someone's mm-hmm. mouth. Stuck inside a mobile with the yeah. cruise ship blues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and that's that's exactly what it is. And so what they do, it really is camaraderie. I mean, we have people, we see an influx almost every single time she sends that out. So it's it's beneficial for everybody. I know people hit up Golf Quest, History Museum, especially everything within walking distance. Mm-hmm. But I know the restaurants, you know, they benefit from it. You know, pretty much everybody does. So it's really great to see that. And they'll stay open late. You know, a big part of that is, you know, and I always say, let's let's give them things to do. Let's show them, you know, our southern hospitality. And we definitely do that. You know, if if it's going to be 11, 12 o'clock before passengers can even get on the ship, you know, so many restaurants will stay open late and to accommodate because, I mean, they've got to eat. And, you know, we want them to have the best impression of Mobile, even if they're just coming to hop on the ship and go. You know, if we make a good impression, they'll probably come back and see what they didn't get to see. So, 
Exactly. I was at Gulf Quest one time just looking through the uh, the gift shop, and these ladies were talking to the cashier and talking about how they were getting ready to get on a cruise ship, and they had had a wonderful stay. They came in early, stayed at one of our hotels, mm-hmm. and they had some wonderful food, and they were enjoying the whole thing. And that was that made you feel good mm-hmm. to be a Mobilian, that they were they were enjoying coming to the city. Do you get a lot of repeat customers who said, I, I discovered it when I was cruising and I wanted to come back? Or is there any way to even know that? We, we're, stay tuned. We're <laughs> working to, to kind of capture that cruiser. You know, Josh talked a little bit about data. We're working to really capture where, um, you know, all of those cruisers and, you know, not only where they come from, but how many times have they cruised and, you know, what they do in this, in the city. So we're working on all that, but, but we do, I mean, I think, I think cruising is really kind of a a front, a, an entryway into Mobile, and um, it's a good way for people to experience Mobile. Um, and if we can just get them, we can entice them just a little bit, they'll come back. So even the fog delays and cruise delays might seem kind of small, but it's a really big opportunity for Mobile to impress some folks that they otherwise might not have you know, been able to get. Looking toward the future... We just had a vote from the city council to restore Amtrak service to this port city. Has that been a conversation at Visit Mobile? Are you sitting and, and already trying to figure out how in a few years you can capitalize? We are actually, so stay tuned because this afternoon with this, that's exactly the meeting we're going in. You know, it's all been hypothetical and conversations, but um, but those conversations aren't hypothetical anymore. So, so yeah, it's it's huge for us. I mean, we as a as a as a region, you know, I'm very partial to our region. I love I love the Gulf Coast and when I meet people who have never really been to the southeast and or the Gulf Coast, as much as I would love for them to make a beeline straight to Mobile, I kind of have the, I I have the same rationalization about Josh with Josh that he does about mobile you know if you see one thing we want them to see it all so if somebody has really never been to the region their Gulf Coast we work very closely with the friends at coastal Mississippi and Gulf Shores and Orange Beach we want people to see the region if they see the region and they see our beautiful part of the country they're gonna have a greater appreciation for it and then they're gonna want to come and dive into all the cities within it so um so it's it's huge it's huge for us I think it's it's not only getting us to and from around the region, but I think it um, it encourages people to come to this region and then travel throughout it. So I think it's huge. I'm very thrilled to continue those conversations. What about the future of ecotourism using the Delta, having people come here specifically to explore that? It is, you know, when, when PBS did that documentary years ago about America's Amazon, I think it really opened a lot of eyes and it's very much a conversation we have often um you know we see we see big things we see you know now that we have the the boat launch in downtown mobile and so wild native tours is operating seven days a week from downtown mobile um taking them into the delta taking them into the bay doing river doing sunset cruises and then you have perdido queen i think it's only going to increase and um We've, we have more and more operators who are trying to start a business up. And I just think it, I think it, I think it's just going to, it's just going to explode. So those are well, those tours are used often. A lot of people touring into the Delta. They are. Both of those are doing, both of those are doing very well. And you can access them from downtown, which is, I think, incredibly, an incredibly nice thing about Mobile. 
What about um, the convention center? Do you work closely with the convention center? We do, and we actually, so we share, you know, we're, our offices, Visimobile offices are actually in the convention center. So we are, we are office mates with the folks who run the convention center, Sanger Theater, and the Civic Center. Just, it's just yesterday, you know, half of what we do is to bring in conventions and meetings, but just yesterday, um, the Riverview Hotel, so the Battle House and the Renaissance, Visit Mobile, and um, ASM Global, which is the company for that runs convention civic and sanger um they all we all got together and to do this big pitch at the battle house for a group that's coming in so we work very very closely with them they're a very integral part and what we do obviously groups need places to meet and they need rooms to meet and spaces so um they're very they're very critical in this and the sanger theater is huge i mean a big trend is unique off-site venues or unique venues to hold meetings and you know yes you need to be in a classroom style setting a lot of times and but all but also going into historic and historic theater is really cool tara you get a lot of phone calls from reporters especially around mardi gras asking questions and and travel writers and things a lot of people ask about mardi gras and yes. how it's different that from little New thing yes um what do you what do you tell them I get asked quite often about, you know, well, which which Mardi Gras is better? Here's my official answer and unofficial answer because it's what I believe. Mardi Gras should be celebrated wherever and however you want to do it. My advice is to get yourself to the closest and nearest Mardi Gras immediately <laughs> because it's just it's fun. It's it, it's such a celebratory and and fun time. And wherever you celebrate it, just celebrate it. We're almost out of time. You, we keep talking about the destination guide. For people that tuned in late, tell the listener how they can get their own copy. The 2020 official Mobile Destination Guide can be yours for the price is right. Um, you can go to mobile.org and then on our website on the homepage, it'll say, you know, get your guide and you can print one electronically right there and flip to the digital one. Or you can fill out a quick little form and have it mailed to you. You can do both. Not an either or. And that website is mobile. Mobile.org. This has been iHeartRadio Gulf Coast Focus, produced locally by iHeartMedia Mobile Pensacola. For more information, go to the podcast page of this station's website for Gulf Coast Focus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.